Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Talk Recorded live. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Gateway to Grace call. My name is Elizabeth Tobin. I'm a certified resonance repatterning practitioner. I am here with my husband, James Dempsey, who is a trance channel, a shaman, shamanic healer, uh, mystic. He reads cards, um, <clears throat> all-around multidimensional guy. Hey, Jamesy. Hello, hello. Yeah, I did. got to do some wonderful readings uh, this past Sunday for some people. Um, very accurate. I've, I've still, I've still only been doing this for a little while, being a, a, a reader, and I'm, I'm just amazed at the uh, at the accuracy. I'm still, I'm still at the point where it, it, it's kind of mind-boggling how accurate these readings can be when when done by a, a competent reader. So uh, it's a lot of fun too. Uh, can really it really be helpful uh, to, for planning out your next six weeks approximately. Nice. Yeah. yeah, right. And, of course, the channeling you've been doing ever since you were a, a, a little kid. So I've been a channel for over 50 years now. Woo-hoo! My golden <laughs> anniversary as a channel. <laughs> Coming up soon. <laughs> I don't have to get you a present, huh? Oh, my. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> all right. So, um just thinking about what we're going to do on the call today. Tonight's this is a little bit of a different format than what we usually do in that we're doing open mic tonight where the callers get to ask the guides the questions. Usually we pick a theme and I ask the questions and then we do some repatterning around the theme. But tonight, we thought we'd switch it up a little bit and let the callers ask the questions. So this is this is me and James getting out of our comfort zone, and this is me uh, developing a, a new set of skills of moderating that I haven't had to do before. So I'm just going to have to ask you to bear with me. So, so what we're going to do um, is... James, first, you want to see how many people actually have questions? Yes, if you if you have a question, please press star eight or type in the chat room that you have a question. Okay, so we're just trying to get a gauge how many we're people to actually out how many people are going to participate. Yeah. So, look, looks like only one person has a question. So, um, if you're in the chat room, you can just you know type in that you have a question. As I mentioned, we're not at that point yet where we're going to actually be answering the questions. We're just trying to get a sense of, just for timing's sake, Yes. how many people. So, okay. Looks like just one. So this this may be easier than I thought to, um, yeah. to moderate. <laughs> what would questions be about? So the questions... Um, 
the questions would be um, anything that you need some higher guidance on that you would like to ask the Council of Elohim for some advice, input, guidance, a higher perspective. So it could be something related to work. It could be a relationship question. It could be um, a question about something else in your life. So that's what um, the questions could be about. Um, yes, Helen, we did get that you had a question. We have you here. So that's great. Okay. So I'm going to... Uh... Oh, so, so guest six okay. has a question. And guest six, what is, what's your name, just so we know? And as we go through the call, uh, there may be more people. Um, guest okay, five. Yeah, okay. okay, Veronica has a question. Excellent. Okay, so and yes. guest five has a question. Okay. So we've, we've got at least three people. So. All right. Okay, and guest five. What's your name? Okay. So I'm gonna uh, take that. Deborah. Okay. Veronica. Deborah. Helen. Okay. Good. So we have about three people. Okay. So why don't we um, start with some centering and grounding, James, and then we'll move into the rest of the call. That's always nice. And I was uh, one thing I wanted to ask: if um, anybody who was on the call last time, did you call upon the powers of the group in the past several weeks? We talked about this being a field that we are creating, a field of support that we could call on. So anybody call on? the group during the last uh, few weeks. No? Okay. All right. So, James, do you want to lead us through the invocation? Oh, James is muted. How did... Oh, he just got booted off the call. Yep, they dropped me. <laughs> New moon energies. Okay, so please, everyone, visualize yourself standing in a circle around a small pond filled with red water. Visualize yourself uh, holding hands with your neighbor to either side. So we're forming a circle and a group circle. Visualize that you have a platinum crown on your head, a pointy king's crown, not the bell, but one with the cross on top. Very good. Whoa, very good. Visualize that your toes and heels are the roots of a tree, and like a special effect in a movie, Borrow those toe and heel roots right into the ground. All right, good. 
deeper, deeper, and choose your own personal bird of prey, a, a hawk or an eagle or an owl or a falcon. And just like that bird of prey that you've chosen, grab the ground with those toe and heel roots as if they're grasping. Yes, that's very good. Now start belly breathing in through your nose and out through your mouth. When you breathe in deeply through your nose, blow up your belly like a balloon. <laughs> and on the out breath, deflate that belly a little bit. In through your nose, out through your mouth. Now on the next in breath, Visualize that you're pulling some of that red water up through your legs and through your torso, and you're spraying it out the top of your head like a fountain at a park. So pull up red and spray out head. Ready? And on the out breath, empty yourself of that red water. So pull up red, spray out head. And drop that red back down. And you're holding hands with your neighbor on either side. Pull up red. Drop that red back down. One more time. Now, when we do this exercise, we're grounding ourselves. But we're also uh, in increasing the uh, intention that we have to come together as a group with, with an intention to get a healing out of this process, with an intention to work together. Um, so last month, uh, when we were doing the, uh, the channeling and the healing, I felt during the whole process that the group was actually coming together and together and together more strongly over the course of, of uh, over the course of the teleseminar, and by the end of it, a very very strong bond between those who had chosen to participate in uh, in the teleseminar. So one of the things that the guide last month said was uh, that you can call upon the power of this group um, or, uh, you know, over the next month. And um, we were wondering if anybody had actually done that. Personally, I have. I've done that a couple of times. I've called upon the power of the group to sort of help me with a certain situation in my day. And I was wondering if anybody else did, uh, anybody else had used the, the power of the group to do that. So you can raise your hand if you have, or you can type into the chat room that you did. And uh... So this is a good reminder. Can you hear me, James? I can. Oh, good, because I thought I muted myself. So this is a, this is a good, re good reminder to, to use this, this group as a resource. Even after the calls, you can use the energy as a resource of support for yourself. And if you're new on the call, we also recommend uh, this, the link that you pressed or the link that's available, 
if, if there's anyone on this call that hasn't joined our Gateway to Grace Facebook group, please do that because there's a link available that you can you can uh, listen to the past recordings. The same exact link that you might have pressed, all of all of you in the chat room, the link that you pressed to get into that chat room. Um, on any other time other than when the teleseminar is happening, it will lead you to a bank of recordings. And these recordings are all many, many, not all, but many of our old um, teleconferences, older teleconferences. And I shouldn't use the word old because all you have to do is listen to one of those teleconferences and it would be just the same as if you were here now with us now. Uh, you can get the you can get the uh, benefits. You can get the benefits of a, of a healing that we did three to five years ago. It's it's quantum physics in action, and uh, so you can press on a recording, and it's it's just as if you were listen, uh, listening to us right now, and we're present right here. So, one of the other things, Liz, we were talking about with the with the guy that's going to come here tonight, right? Is there anyone on this call that was um, that had sent us a a synopsis of their big dream up that would have been two months ago now? Oh, I guess not. Guess ten did. Yes, Trish. Okay. Um, Helen did send it. Two months ago. Yes. Excellent. Well, we were, we were wondering how uh, you're doing on that. We know that Trish is doing quite well. Um, Trish is the manifestation queen. And she's using her big dream journal in, in, in a very interesting way. She's actually drawing the things she intends to manifest. And her track record's been uh, excellent. Uh, this is going to be my new garden, and now it is. This is going to be my um, this is going to be my new living room set, and it came in pretty close to what you've done, correct? And how about uh, how about yourself, Helen? Have you been working on your big dream pretty well? You can unmute her if you wish, Liz. No, James, I have not. Okay, do you think well, one of the things we were offering was we've been working with several new clients on on their big dream and um having having a, a, a having some very good success at keeping them kind of on track towards what they're doing. Um you know what their goals are. So, uh we we wanted to we wanted to say that if if you're looking for a little more help on your big dream, you should uh, send us a private message via the Facebook group, or you should send us an email, uh, et at LizTobin dot com or James the Shaman at Yahoo dot com, uh, and we can talk a little more about getting your big dream about moving forward. 
So the guide tonight is a, a relatively, actually a relatively new guide that showed up how long ago, about eight weeks ago, Well, mm, I think so. Yeah. Uh, and this uh, this guide's called Uneiris. A uh, very interesting name. And um, this guide is, um, its specific function is to help Liz and I with our marketing. But um, we channeled this guide the other day about tonight's call and uh, should be very practical. So I'm going to drop down and I'm going to, uh, I'm going to channel Una Aries now. Okay, while you're doing that, I'm just going to, um, so wh- how, what the format's going to be is we're going to keep it to one question per person until everybody who's interested um, gets to ask or we run out of time, whichever comes first. So what I'm going to do is if you have a question and you're on the phone, you can press star 8. That will raise your hand, Okay. If you're in the chat room, you can type it in the chat box there. If you're on the phone, I, I will unmute you. You can ask the question, and then I'll mute you. If the guide has another follow-up question for you to clarify, I'll unmute you again. Okay? So, um, can you spell the name, please? <laughs> oh, oh. O H N A Y space A Y E R space E E S S and then there's a bunch more syllables after that. These names are kind of an agreement between us and the guide about how we are going to address them. Most of the guides that I channel, not all of them, but most of them have multisyllabic names like 47 syllables or 66 syllables, that kind of thing. So we end up, when when I'm channeling them, we end up coming to an agreement about how we're going to address them. So this u ne er east that's four syllables that's you know the first four and in general those syllables are parts of the name parts of a name in their most recent incarnation and and some of these guides their most recent incarnations could have been thousands of years ago or they could have been as little as you know maybe a hundred years ago. So I'm going to drop down and um, contact that guy. Greetings. Hello, who is this? Uneiris. Thank you for coming. So um, we we have Helen here on the line who has a question for you. Hello, Helen. Hello. Thank you for taking my call. 
Um, my higher guidance of Maya Whitefeather has been coming through very strongly. I've been a psychotherapist for 36 years, and I'm at a crossroads. And I don't know if I need to let go of my license to do my soul work, um, but I've had many lifetimes of persecution for my gifts. Um, my primary question is, what do you see my work going forward? Um, my gift from spirit 10 years ago were my my living dream gardens. They're like a living vision board. And um, I'm wondering if doing my living dream garden workshops with kids and parents so the kids don't shut down from their psychic gifts um, is what you see as my path forward. That's an excellent path forward. Uh, you very much should discuss this with uh, the channel, James. Uh, he he has a similar project, so perhaps mm -hmm. you can get it. It does not seem to me that you need to that you could not do these this project as an adjunct to your other work of the idea that you need to relinquish your your license um, uh, why would you feel that that would be necessary I need her. Because as a psychotherapist, there, I'm in California, very strong guidelines for not practicing out of scope of your license. And what James was just saying about his doing readings, that's been suggested to me, but that, it, you know, I do not want I've, to lose my license. And I have this fear from other lifetimes when I was tortured or killed for my gifts. Yes. How do I clear that? You look into how, how, how do you clear the other lifetimes were? Well, how do I clear the fear? And, you know, I don't want to take, more than my part of time, my main part was, do you see my work going forward um, with my Living Dream Garden workshops with children and parents as, I don't know, something in my Akashic Records or... It, it, it moves forward as soon as you grasp it and, and, and propel it that way. The idea that you could do a bunch of foundation work before you were to relinquish your license is probably worthwhile. Uh, it seems to me that your uh, your idea about moving forward with this is exactly the kind of work that uh, Liz and James have been doing uh, most recently with their clients. Uh, they're uh, talk to Liz and James about their immersion program. And they would 
they would help guide you step by step through the through the early beginnings of the process of uh, starting this uh, your your seminar series or your camp series your your dream, your dream garden yes yes so speak to them after the after this uh, program or perhaps perhaps uh, uh, it sounds that you may have made some contracts in past lives to uh, to sort of block the, 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 that that result in the, these fears in this lifetime, yes? Exactly. So going back and figuring some of those out and um, going back, uh, you could take semantic journeys to go back and uh, undo those contracts. I would spend the rest of my life doing shamanic journeys to undo the contracts. I'm in a year-long life mastery class with Katie Anna Clark, and the council is overseeing that, and we are clearing a lot. And do you feel that's being worthwhile for you? Absolutely, my life okay, is. So then, then you're already different. you're already well on your you're all already well on your way. Uh, the fears are still coming up. Yes. Yes. Mm. Um, perhaps you could talk to Liz and James uh, after this program and uh, discuss how how you could work together. And it's just one of the other things that uh, both Liz and James are doing is they're working with people who are actually working with. Uh, with several other people at the same time, so to figure out a, a way to co-manage all of the work that you're doing, so that uh, so that you're giving yourself enough credit. That's one of the things. Even though you're getting the work done, it doesn't seem to, that it's in the forefront of your mind that you've taken care of some of these issues yet. Well, it's forefront now because a week ago I had this huge breakthrough at a retreat and completely grounded the wisdom, this ancient wisdom of Maya Whitefeather, and we facilitated miraculous things then. Then I come home, and it's like, oh, my God, what do I do with it now? You know, back to everyday reality. The practical, what do you do with it? That's what James and Liz are helping people do. Okay, thank you. Preach stuff. Okay, great. Thank you. You're welcome. Okay. Um, so let's see. We have Veronica has a question. This is we have I think we have two Veronicas. So Veronica guest 5. Um, can you please advise on what to do to get a job? I have interviews, but there is a last impediment to get hired. And, and... What does that impediment tend to be? So I'm going to ask uh, Veronica if you could type that into the chat. So uh, visa issues. Um, and so, and so, what is your question? So she's wondering what to do to get a job because she has interviews, but she has visa issues. That's what it sounds like. 
So every time you're approximately about to get hired, the visa issues come up? Yes. And are these visa issues, uh, is it like a catch-22 where the, the, the visa issues need, the visa people want you to have a job and the job people want you to have a visa, and so it's kind of an impasse? waiting for her to type. Uh, she's from another country. She needs a visa to work. Uh, where are you located on... Uh, where are you physically located? She said she used to have... Her job, no problem with visas. She's in New Jersey. Uh, you should be able to find work via Craigslist that might not require you to have a visa while you while you work on on securing a uh, a visa. So the the you it seems that you need to begin looking from more temporary situations that you can string together while you uh, what are the what is the impediment to you getting a visa what is keeping that from happening no just waiting for her to type in the employer has to request it. Unfortunately, this is an issue that I, I can't... Once they do it, there's no impediment at all. Um, this is so, not... Yes. I was just going to say, so it sounds like um, when you go into the job interview to be up front and say, this is what you're going to have to do to hire me, you're going to have to apply for the visa and guess five, if there is any way that you can help the employer with that, maybe that might be something that you could offer because it's a, it's a, it's another step that they need to take that maybe they're not willing to or they don't have the resources or they maybe have never done that before. But if you know what they need to do, maybe you could facilitate it for them. That's Excellent. my advice. Excellent advice. Okay, great. So thank you. Thank okay. you. Uh, blessings in your, in, your, in your search for a job and a visa. So let's see. Um, this is guest six, who is another Veronica. She says, what's the best to look into for being able to live part-time in another country and share my life improvement gifts with others? English as a second language teacher. Mm. 
period. ESL. Mm. Look into look into ESL. Uh, they they would need to train you some, but they're always looking for teachers. The best, and it's the best and the easiest way to go about doing what you what you asked. And if you haven't tried that, try that because it's very, very, very. It it it, it would do just what you asked. Awesome. Uh, yeah, we have a friend who who's doing that overseas, and uh, he's got great benefits. Yeah. This is this is James here, sort of as an aside. He's been doing it for years and years and years, and uh, uh, it's really it's really been tremendous for him. I've, I've known a few people that do that. We have we have several friends that do that actually. So. Um, um, okay. Yes, that's good. The, that's the way. So now Deborah has a question. Hello, Deborah. Okay, so Deborah says I'm in conflict over a move that is indicated. It's hard to let go and move, in, even though I am sure this is right and beautiful. So, what do you suggest? It it seems that you obviously know that a move is what you want and that this move would uh would facilitate growth for you so the the you know that it would be a good thing and you know that it would facilitate growth for you so what you need to address is the um the things that are staking you down where you are right now and you have to look at those uh, ropes or cords or, or or attachments that are keeping you stuck here. What is it that's keeping you stuck where you are right now? And then you have to look to, perhaps one at a time, uh, sever these attachments. Both James and Liz would be able to help you identify and, uh, and remove uh the the strings or the cords that are tying you to where you are. You obviously know that that this move would be a good thing for you, and it's it's it, it, it sounds and feels like it's something that you want to do. So, what is it that's keeping you stuck in place? And finding out what those things are and releasing those issues. Does this make sense? Okay, thank you. Thank you. Okay. Um, so guest 10 says, um, I've been journeying to experience past lives and have learned a lot, but the last three experiences I experienced my death, not just saw it, but felt it, the sounds, smells, emotions, and physical sensations. What is yeah. spirit trying to tell me? These, uh, and it was painful, yes? These experiences are are to 
are to help somehow uh, reiterate uh, the idea that perhaps you had sacrificed in the past in a way that you don't need to in that you don't need to do that in this present life. So the reason that you're seeing and feeling and experiencing these things so viscerally, that's a, that's very much a part of of, of what's going on this uh, in in this calendar year of yours on your planet. Uh, you you are not alone in having these experiences. These experiences are coming up so that they can be the all of these deaths and their trauma is coming up to be examined one last time so that you can release it. Does this make sense? And then she said um, some were not that vivid at all. Mm. All of the ones that are coming up, if they're coming up into your consciousness, even or even subliminally, or into your dreams, or into your shamanic journeys, if they're coming up and they're showing themselves to you, uh, vivid or not, the reason that they are coming up is so that you can examine them before you release them. Uh, you've, you've. She said some were not painful. The, 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 all of them are vivid, not all okay. painful. Specifically, the painful and traumatic ones are coming up to um, to allow you to move forward in this lifetime without the the pain and trauma stuck in your system. Nice. So you've done these journeys, you've gone back to revisit, and it sounds more like you're revisiting the deaths than the lives. Uh, and so uh, the, the traumas of these painful deaths um, have, have, uh, have in energetically sort of scarred your current existence. And uh, this is pertaining to, this answer also pertains to one of the, the first question that was asked of me. Uh, it, some of these past lives, uh, that they're coming up to be examined so that they can be released so that you can move forward without the traumatic and pain attachments in your energetic system. And the other thing uh, is that the other deaths that were not so painful, know this, death is a part of every existence. There will be an end to it. There's no end to the spirit, but they're, they're, the, the physical existences uh, end. And that particular chapter in the soul's uh, soul's journey ends, and another one uh, it begins to be gestated. So the, these journeys are showing you several 
perhaps traumatic deaths so that you can release the trauma attached with it. The other journeys that are showing you the peaceful deaths are there to prove to you that that it's not all bad, yes? Mm, that makes sense. So the, the peaceful deaths are to say, this is, you know, these are all good and you're okay there. And it's, uh, it's, it's the whole, the, the peaceful death uh, visions are like, uh, are meant to be comforting. Mm. And are meant to allow you to, um, to examine the, the more violent and painful deaths in, in Belisa. Release the trauma about it. The, 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 the fact of that death is never going to change. But the trauma and the scarring that attaches to your energy system can be released. And that's why, that's why they, or in these journeys, it's why you're showing yourself this stuff. That's what this year's about. We talked earlier, uh, you, uh, James talked earlier in the, uh, in the program about uh, the ends of certain phases. And that's what this 889 Blindsgate is all about. This, this, it's, it's interesting these questions are coming up this month. So, mm. Okay. So we have one more question. Um, and who is this? Oh, hello. Hi, who's this? Oh, this is Lori. Hey, Lori. Hi. Hi, hello, Jane. Blessings. Um, I'm dealing with going back to a very primordial kind of pain and feelings of of loss and uh, aloneness and I feel I feel like I'm moving ahead with my art I'm producing a lot but I still feel in my being very stuck and fearful of the future and just my life in general I, I feel somewhat hope, hopeless at times having um, what I want. I, I don't know how to explain it, but I don't know why I'm so stuck right now. When was the last time you had actual hands-on energy work? Well, it's, I've, it's been a while. I've, yeah. I've been giving energy work, but I haven't really received any in a long time. If you've been giving it and not receiving it, that's that's a mistake. Okay, and the 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 key word in everything that you said, mm-hmm. all of the all of the feelings that you just expressed, the key word that kept coming up is stuck, stuck, stuck. Mm-hmm. Okay. So that's second chakra. Mm-hmm. Stuck is second chakra, and the uh, uh, the the feelings of hopelessness and mm-hmm. uh, it, it are are. A third chakra. So mm-hmm. you, um, it's it's very important that mm-hmm. you go see a uh, a person 
and get some um, energy healing, uh, get your chakras balanced. And the fact is, the fact that you're giving uh, energy work to people but not getting it back, well, you're getting their residue on you. Mm-hmm. Um, you need to uh, you need to get it cleaned off. Yeah. Uh, the 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 thing that you can do right away that's uh, economical to do is to take uh, to take Epsom salt baths oh. immediately. Okay. Go to a twenty-four hour drugstore and buy some Epsom salts and take one. Okay. Now. I, I have. I'm in the but, house. But in if you and if you have one in the house, great. If you have some Epsom salts in the house, great. Taking up some salt bath now, you'd be amazed at how much better you feel when you're feeling. But, but those those of you on this call that are healers, and you're giving healings, and you're giving healings, and you're giving healings. For every ten healings you get, you probably should be getting one yourself, because uh, working on other people's stuff without getting getting your own stuff in this stuff cleaned mm-hmm. off of me is, is uh, it, it ends up being debilitating. Mm. I'm living in a very kind of depressing environment with people who are sick and aging, and I, I give a lot of myself in that way also. So you're giving, you're giving away too much. It's time to get, you have okay. to work on your receiving self. Okay. And, 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 and it may, you get, the other thing is you have to reach in your pocket and pay for it because it's important that you're making that a monetary or energetic investment in your own self as well. Okay. Acupuncture, does that count? Bless okay. okay, thank you. Thank you. Okay, great. Thank you. Do you have enough, do you have enough uh, Elizabeth, to do a... Uh, I, be- I believe we up. do. Yeah. Certainly enough came up to uh, to do a repatterning. Yes, I'm not quite sure where we're going to go, but we'll find out. The unstuck repatterning would really work for uh, two or three of the people who had questions. Yeah. <laughs> the unstuck repatterning. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> yes. Right. Fabulous. Well, thank you. Everyone on this call, uh, uh, either either live or on the recording, blessings to you all. Thank Thank you. Thank you. And, uh, yeah, I just want to say that I'm receiving a session a week because things were just just feeling so heavy. I just felt like I needed the extra support, and it definitely helps. This this year has been... uh, this year's been a lot of work for a lot of people, okay? It's so much stuff is coming up. Rage, anger, uh, grief, worry, uh, 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 yeah, and, and anger. And that's coming up for so many people. And if you're not getting that cleaned out, you know, uh, it, 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 it's debilitating. And, and it helps. And if you do get that stuff cleaned out, then you can you're actually able to identify some of the other blockages that are holding you back. They, but, but those, 
all of those anger, rage, worry, grief, uh, uh, et cetera, uh, anxiety, um, they tend to be very goopy and will cover some of the other issues. Once you clean them up, the other issues become more clear and be, can, can be dealt with one at a time. So, Right, right. It's like you've got to you've got to do the maintenance work. I mean, for, but, yeah, for everybody to, on this to call, get deeper. for everybody on this call, if you haven't had an energy healing session with someone in the past like two months, this this is great that you're here and getting this one, but like like a real serious personal session, you should be having one with somebody. Yeah, you, know, okay. you can have one with me. You can have one with Liz. That'd be great. But if you don't have it with us, have it with somebody. <laughs> All right. So let's see where we're going with our repatterning. I'm gonna put you on mute, James, just because there's a lot of noise on the line. I'm yeah, go ahead, mute me. All righty. Oh yeah, that sounds a lot better. Okay. So now we're going to move into the repatterning. This is the the part of the call where we actually do some energy healing work and and shift some patterns. So I'm including everybody who um, is on the call live who wants to be included, anyone who is listening to the recording and who wants to be included. And I also heard from a number of people who were not able to be on the call and wanted to be included. So they're being included by proxy at this time. So what I'm going to do is use muscle checking to find out what we need to work with in this resonance repatterning process. So I'm just going to tap into the groups field. So may I have your permission to muscle check for you as part of the group field? And you can say yes if you'd like to be included in the session. And this is a way to engage your free will, which is very important here on planet Earth, the zone of free will. So what we need to do at this time is something from orientation. We need to look at something from problems into opportunities, an intention for a new possibility. We need to do some repatterning, yes. So the repatterning that is best for the group at this time is something from A, B. So there's a list of options that I'm going down. So I'm just muscle checking through to see which option is best for us. Something from part C, yes. It's something from A, it's number one, number two. So it's interesting. The guide said do an unstuck repatterning, and what we're going to do is the disrupted energy repatterning. And this is looking at where the energy is disrupted in our chakra system and unblocking that. So we're going to identify some chakras here. And so so the chakras step down the universal energy coming through the crown, and they're kind of like transformers. They step it down through the brow, the throat, the heart, solar plexus, pelvic, root, etc., so that it can be um, used and we can manifest things. So there's that aspect of the chakras, but there's also each chakra has an inflow and an outflow. So it's kind of like an in-breath and an out-breath, 
inhaling and exhaling. So it also so you can look at think of it as like there's a vertical stepping down of the energy, but there's also a horizontal taking in and breathing out the energy as well. So let's see what we need to look at here. So the energy is disrupted on the outward moving flow. Yes, okay. And the the chakra that is disrupted on the outward flow is the root. It's the pelvic, yes. So outward moving pelvic is what we're going to work with right now. And... um, the pattern that we need to release is number one, number two, and what came up is I feel repressed. So let us check that. So this is a general check. So repeat after me. Say I feel repressed. And that is resonating. And just notice what that feels like as you say that. And you can certainly see how this relates to a few of the um, the callers, that um, questions. So there's another chakra we need to focus on, on the outward moving disruption. No. Okay. We need to identify, identify um, the vertebral um, involvement yes so each of the vertebrae also corresponds to the chakras and pelvic vertebrae is the sacrum so it's um something from number one number two i hold on to old stubborn anger is pattern we need to release. So this is a general check. So repeat after me. Say, I hold on to old, stubborn anger. And that is on. We are. So when I say it's on, that means we're resonating with that. We're holding that frequency pattern in our field. And that's what we're going to turn off. There is another um vertebrae no we also need to look at any of the chakras where there's an inward moving energy disruption yes so on the inward flow um it's root chakra water chakra so water and pelvic are the same uh solar plexus yes so solar plexus So this power center and the pattern we need to switch off is something from one through five. It's number six. It's number seven. Ah, I avoid embodying my power. So that's what we're going to switch off. So this is a general check. Say, I avoid embodying my power. And that is on. We are resonating with that. Okay. There is another uh, chakra we need to focus on 
on the inward moving disruption? No. We need to look at the vertebrae correlation for that. Uh, we need to look at the chakra triad circuit disruption. We do. Okay. So this is taken from polarity therapy where um, each of the chakras has a positive pole, a neutral pole, and a negative pole. So this is looking at where the the energy flow is disrupted in that um, circuit. So we're looking at the root chakra. No, um, pelvic, yes. Okay, so this is... Um, it's number one, it's number two. So it's number one, okay, this is in the neck. So it's the positive pole of the neck. So repeat after me, say disrupted energy in my pelvic chakra. at the positive pole of my neck. And that is resonating. That is on. Okay. So there's anything from I, J. Okay, so this is, uh, this is identifying a shock to the chakras. And so this might be something that you've actually experienced in this lifetime. It could be a karmic past life pattern. It could be a generational family pattern. So let's see um, what is needed here. So it's um, something from the root. It's the pelvic, so pelvic chakra shock. And it's something here from 12 options. It's 1 through 5, 6 through 10, number 6. Ooh, sorry, I'm not supposed to do that, but I did. <laughs> Excessive loss of blood. I just got this image that was like, yeah. Okay, so this is um, pelvic chakra shock. So repeat after me. Say pelvic chakra shock from excessive loss of blood. And that is on. We are resonating with that. And so you might know what, what that means. You may not, and that's okay. Um, the important thing is we're going to clear it tonight. Okay, so now we need to look at the coherence that's needed. So this is the positive pattern that's needed. And we're going to go over time a little bit here. Um, so we need something from A... B, so this is the, the pelvic chakra. So if you've been having sciatica, pain in your hips, um, feeling lack of flow, all of this stuff is pelvic stuff. So this ought to loosen things up for you, get things moving again. So what we need is number one, number two. And what came up is, I acknowledge others' deepest needs. 
So let's say that. I acknowledge others' deepest needs. And that is off. And so that, um, to me, is pointing to empathy. And it seems to me that right now there's a real lack of empathy going on in the public discourse. Um, There's a lot of anger, but underneath that anger, there are some very deep needs that are not being met. It's a lot of fear. Um, So instead of sort of looking at people like, oh, you're so stupid, you're for that candidate, or or how could you be, you know, so callous, you're for this candidate, or whatever, you know, when we're able to see what's beneath all of that and acknowledge others' deepest fears, it brings us to a place of empathy and understanding. It doesn't mean that you you don't um, take positive action or um, or speak your truth, but you can do it from a place that is um, from a higher perspective and from a higher vibration. So there's another. Um, so that was the outward moving flow that the positive aspect that we needed. Now here's the inward moving flow. And the chakra we need to focus on is the root. It's the pelvic. It's the solar plexus. Yes. And it's number one. Yes. Okay. And here is, this is like the antidote to everything say, I tap into the universal supply of energy and love. We're not resonating with that right now, but you can see, you know, if you're feeling depleted, that is going to help you to, to regenerate. Okay. Um, so we need to do any polarity contact we need to go to the modalities. So the best modality is from this index. It's from this index. Okay, so this is where we're going to make an input of energy into the field to to shift these patterns. So we're going to be turning off the energy around the negative patterns, turning on the energy around the positive patterns. So what we need is something from A, something from B, 1 through 5, 6 through 10, number 6, number 7. Oh, we're going to do some clapping. So this is a really simple modality that you can do, but it's very powerful because it breaks up stagnant energy. And it also helps to activate the palms of the hands, which are the sub-chakras to the heart. And it's probably the reason why clapping is an expression of appreciation from the heart, right? Yay. So we need to clap around the body. No, we need to clap in a particular area of the room that we're in. No, we just need to clap. And so this is is clapping, and it's giving yourself a hand, okay? Acknowledging how far we've come acknowledging our strengths and the progress that we've made, acknowledging our gifts and our talents, acknowledging our accomplishments, 
And as you do this clapping, give yourself a hand. Clap. Well done. I want you to also nod your head up and down, saying, yes, I appreciate myself. I appreciate all that I have to offer, all that I do. Yes. Yay. Yes, yes, yes. And you know what? I think I'm going to... Um, I'm going to unmute us as we do that. Yeah, that's better. All right. Everybody clap. Yay. Yay. And nod your head up and down. Yes, say yes to your power. Yes to your wisdom. Yes to your gifts. Yay. Yay. Awesome. Genius, it was from the group. Hi. All right. So now we're going to go back and let's see. We need an, well, let's see. Take a little pause and let that integrate first here. Okay. We need another modality at this time. No. So we're going to go back and recheck the statements. Nice. So now notice when you say these again, what it feels like. Notice how it feels different. So this was the outward moving disruption in the pelvic chakra. Say, I feel repressed. And that is off. We are not resonating with that anymore. Okay. And say, I hold on to old stubborn anger. that is off. So that was relating to the sacrum. So just notice what that feels like in your hips and in your sacrum, that release. Okay. And this was the solar plexus. Say, I avoid embodying my power. Yeah, that's off. We're not resonating with that anymore. Okay. And this was the the circuit disruption. So say disrupted energy in my pelvic chakra at the positive pole of my neck. And that is off. Nice. And I can just feel my body like relaxing. Okay. So now, this was the um, the shock. So say pelvic chakra shock from excessive loss of blood. And that's off. We are not resonating with that anymore. Okay. And now, this is the positive pattern that we need. Uh, say, I acknowledge others deepest needs. That is on. Nice. We are resonating with that. And this is a solar plexus. 
say, I tap into the universal supply of energy and love. And that is on. We are resonating with that. Nice. Beautiful. All right. So everything has shifted. So just take a little pause. All right. There's anything more that's needed from this session? No, the session is complete. Yes. Great. So, James, how are you doing there? I'm doing well. I really felt a bunch of releases, so I'm very excited about it. I'm also excited to hear what the... I'm excited to listen to the uh, recordings from our here with the guides. And... Yeah, yes. All righty. So... Um, James and I um, are happy to stay on the call and answer any questions if people have questions or if you want to share your experience. We're always um, always wanting to know what how you're doing there. So you so can press the, star one. End the, I'm end sorry. The recording and then end the recording, and then we'll take any questions you have. Okay, sounds good. And right. um, also, if you would like to. Um, Reach out to us. We are available for private sessions. You can contact James. James, what's your uh, email? James the Shaman at yahoo.com. Or you can uh, contact me at et at liztobin.com. Great. So guest five says, great shift. Thanks. Guest 17, thank you, thank you, thank you. Yay. So I'm going to end the recording. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.